check out the people who are not in the biggest font. They're in the middle or they're at the bottom. There are so many hidden talents on there. Do your research. Hey there, welcome to Rave Culture Cast, your weekly guide to the EDM community, music festivals, and more. Hosted by me, Emma Capotis. Each week, I'll be covering everything from dance music culture, industry news, trending topics, and festival tips, advice, and reviews. You can also expect to hear stories from ravers, artists, business owners, and more. Tune in every Wednesday for your weekly dose of peace, love, unity, and respect. What is up, you guys? Welcome back to Rave Culture Cast, your weekly guide to the EDM community, music festivals, and more. I'm your host, Emma Capotis. What is up, everybody? Happy Wednesday. I'm so excited to be here, and I can't wait to share today's topic with you guys. So, with all that being said, welcome back to yet another solo episode. We're coming in hot with these lately, so I hope you're enjoying them. Um, Okay, so let's talk about what today's episode is all about. So lately, I've been having this feeling of wanting to go back to the reasons why I started this podcast and why I started my YouTube channel. And that was originally to help people prepare. I can't talk help people prepare for live events. That's why it all started. I am so passionate about music festivals and about raving. And I you know, lived many experiences, made mistakes, did all those things. And I just wanted to make videos and make podcast episodes to help people prepare. And so I realized that I have done videos similar to this on my YouTube channel, but they're way old. They're outdated. I think they're like 2017, 2018. So it was time for me to do a refreshed episode. Well, I actually haven't even done a podcast episode. That's why we're here. But I wanted to do a refreshed version of it for any of my first timers out there, whether you are a first time raver or you're about to go to your first music festival this year. I just wanted to make an episode that would be really, really helpful, um, filled with different tips and advice and things to keep in mind before you head to your first event. And I'm not doing this alone, of course. I asked our listeners here to submit their best tips and advice as well. So I'm going to be reading comments from the Facebook group. I've got emails and I just want this episode to be as helpful as possible. So that is where we are headed today, you guys. Even if you are a seasoned veteran and you already know a lot of these things, I hope you still find this episode helpful and you get something out of it. You know, these are all refreshers at the end of the day. Uh, I just want you to remember how you felt when you went to your first event or your first festival and just put yourself back in that headspace, right, where everything is pretty much new. Um, The other thing I want you to keep in mind, too, is how to treat people at events, right? Like I feel like a lot of times people um, will judge or give new ravers like a bad rep or things like that, but we're all new at one point. So remember to just help everybody out. Um, Don't judge anybody else. Don't treat them badly. Like, you know what I mean? I, I hate when there are like snobs in this community. Like who cares if somebody wants to spend their whole time at main stage, if those are all the artists that they like, you know what I mean? Like you all grow and evolve and we've all been on a journey through our raving careers. So, you know, just keep that in mind when you're at events, help people out, uh, show them the way, you know what I mean? That's what peace, love, unity, respect is all about. 
So, okay, with that quick intro, um, the next thing I just want to mention, a couple quick announcements. Uh, As you guys know, I dropped a new merch line. It is the Plur Mini Merch Collection. Uh, So if you guys haven't had a chance yet, there was always a link in the show notes for you guys to shop the new merch line. Um, More stuff to come. I have a couple designs ready to go. Uh, I'm just going to, you know... Give that some time. We're going to give that some time. Maybe it'll be late summer. Maybe it'll be fall. Uh, And then I wanted to mention to join our Facebook group community. Um, Like I said, for a lot of these solo episodes, I post questions in the group and I always want your feedback and I want to include your comments in these episodes. So definitely join the Facebook group if you aren't already a part of it. And lastly, rate and review. If you guys enjoy this content and you want to keep it going, uh, I really appreciate you rating and reviewing on Apple Podcasts. And of course, please subscribe screenshot this and make it your Instagram stories today and tag at rave culture cast. All right. With all that out of the way, I want to jump right into everything. So like I mentioned, I do have, I think I have two similar videos to this on my YouTube channel, but again, they're old. I, they, they were early on in my channel, like 2018, 2017. So I, ha- I didn't even look at them. I don't want to know what my old advice was. I sat down and wrote my list with where I'm at now, you know, 10 years into raving and six years into going to music festivals. So this is my advice I'm going to start with. And then, like I said, I have all of your emails and comments and I haven't read any of those yet. So I'm excited to get into that. But let's get started. So some of these, I didn't really put them in any particular order. I think these are all relatively important and all things to keep in mind at your first event. So let's get started. Okay, so first and foremost, I put down go in open-minded. Now, a lot of these, they can kind of go back and forth, whether it's like a rave, it's just a one-off show, or you're preparing for a music festival, but go in open-minded. And what I mean by that is be open-minded about everything. Be open-minded about the experience, the sets, the people, making new friends, uh, just taking it all in. Because I do, I had to put myself in my shoes when I went to my first festival. And I feel like a lot of the times, like say you're going with a group of friends or something like that, like it can be really easy to go in just wanting to hang out with your friend group and wanting to see the sets you want to see. And you might have some, you know, preconceived notions about how things are going to go. But I can't tell you how not wrong that is, but like I can't tell you how important it is to be open minded because that's kind of how I was. And I remember meeting my first few like new rave friends at my first event. And I was like, wow, it's not just about being there with your friends. Like there's so many really cool people to meet here from all over the world. Like why didn't I why wasn't I more open to this? You know what I mean? So I definitely would go into an event open minded. Not only that, but you're going to be exposed to so many things that you may not be fully prepared for yet. Like I I can remember it clearly walking into my first EDC Las Vegas. I was so overwhelmed by the like outfits and like how much people were expressing themselves. Like I had never been exposed to that before. So, you know, especially at EDC, people wearing very like little to no clothing, plus the production, plus the performers, like all of it is a lot to take in. So you're really going to be exposed to things and it's important to go in open-minded. Don't judge other people. Don't, you know, look at them weird for how they choose to dress. Like everybody is allowed to show up exactly as themselves, however that may be. So just be really open-minded to the people around you and don't judge other people. 
and yeah, just have fun. Like really just go in and have fun and be excited about all the experiences that are about to happen. Um, Kind of tying into that, the next point I had is to be flexible with the sets you want to see. So this is another thing. I am type A to a T. Believe me, I still am this way. Like I... I'm the one with the calendar. I like have the set times all planned out and all that stuff. But I also very much go with the flow. That's what my tattoo says on my wrist. Go with the flow. Because once you get to an event, your schedule kind of goes out the window. You know, if there are people you're dying to see, of course, you want to go see them. But there's such beauty in like the random sets you stumble upon or getting to each of the stages at like a really big event um so don't have too strict of a schedule where you're like barking orders and you're you're telling your group to like be here at this time blah 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 I think it's really good you know especially if you're new like I said if you have every single artist at main stage like I really can't stress enough to go to another stage like just go see something else Um, You never know what you're going to stumble upon. And there's so many good artists to discover. So be flexible with your schedule and roll with the punches. Like as the night goes on, compromise is another really big thing. Like I can't tell you how many situations I've been in where like one of your group wants to see one person and you want to see somebody else. Like you have to remember if you do go to a lot of festivals, you will have the opportunity to see a lot of these artists again. So it's good just to not like start an argument or fight, like kind of compromise. And if you don't want to compromise, it's okay to split up. Just make sure you have a, a good plan in place. Um, maybe for your first festival, I would try to stick with your group if you can. Um, but again, just be flexible, see different stages, see different artists, um, compromise on timing. And I think you'll have a much more like fluid evening and you won't have like this rigged schedule that you're trying to keep up with all night. Okay, the next one's kind of obvious, but I can't stress this enough. Please do not go too hard. Please do not overdo it with pre-gaming. Please do not overdo it with substances. Like I, there's so many people I've seen puking in garbage cans, puking on the line to get into an event. And it's like, you are spending all of this money and time and preparation to go have fun at an event and remember it. And so many young people make the mistake of like pre-gaming way too hard. They can't even make it to the event. Or again, people overdo it. They take too many substances, whatever. Like not only is that potentially really harming yourself, you could also ruin the, the trip for all of your friends. So, you know, I'm not saying here to be a vibe killer or anything like that. You do you. But just remember, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Drink water stay hydrated. You can have some drinks inside the event. Um, Just please try not to overdo it. I know my younger ravers in college, you guys are probably like, let's go as hard as fuck. (laughs) But um, I've seen so many people make this mistake and it's not worth it. You spend hundreds of dollars on tickets. So yeah, pregame a little bit, have fun, but really try not to overdo it. And I did a whole episode on this. Obviously, test your substances. You have no idea what is inside the substances you're taking. It can be extremely dangerous. So please, you know, get a test kit. I had Dan Safe on to talk about this. Definitely check out that episode before you head to your first event. Um, but please be careful substance wise so that, you know, you can really go to the event, have a good time, enjoy yourself, do your thing. But you know, you're not ruining it for yourself or for other people. Okay, my next point, I have plan, 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 plan. So this is a really, really big one because again, depending on the scale of the event you're going to, 
There are so many different moving parts. And if you don't really prepare in advance and that's as that can be anything from like what you pack with you for the trip to what you're bringing inside with you and your bag to the transportation you're choosing to take. There's so many little things you should definitely figure out. And I have videos and podcast episodes on each of these categories, but you want to make sure you have your hotel and your transportation figured out in advance. So that's deciding if your group's going to take a shuttle, are you guys going to drive, who's going to be the designated driver, if you're going to do Ubers and um, rideshare, what time are you going to leave the festival? Like, how are you breaking that up? These are all things you want to think about. And then again, planning. So if you're going to go do a camping festival or something like that, check Reddit and Facebook groups. I have so many friends who are on YouTube have, who have um, camping, checking, camping checklists. Yeah, packing lists. So you don't forget anything. So definitely look into all of that so you guys are fully prepared. Same thing goes for weather, you know, check the weather the week leading up, make sure you have everything you need in case it looks like it's going to rain or something like that. Like you do not want to be stranded with a soaking wet tent or anything along those lines. Um, And yeah, and I've had friends who have had hotels and stuff like that cancel on them. So check in with your hotels, check in with your Airbnbs, make sure you are good to go. Um, Also, you know, budget wise, I always like to leave room, obviously, in case there's a scenario where you need to spend a little bit more money, but make sure you plan in advance so that you're set up for success for the event. Some other things that that would include, uh, I also have on here, I always say this, and I know it seems so stupid and simple, but again, putting myself in like a first time raver's headspace, wear comfortable shoes. Not just any shoes, closed-toed shoes, people. Depending on the event, unless you're at like a day festival, it's like a single day and it's very chill, you are going to be up in a crowd. People are moshing, stepping on you, jumping. If you are wearing open-toed shoes, your toes are going to get crushed. So wear comfortable sneakers. You can wear platform sneakers, boots, like whatever is comfortable for you. Um, But you are going to be on your feet for a very, very long time. So please wear comfortable shoes, break them in in advance. Having blisters at a festival is like one of the worst feelings in the entire world. And I know some people recommend getting like band-aids that prevent those, but um, definitely wear comfortable shoes and figure that all out. Uh, I would also say wear an outfit you feel comfortable in because I know like festival fashion is like this whole fucking thing and everyone looks absolutely incredible and it's amazing, but people build up to that over time. Like people did not, I mean, some people probably come out the gate looking like that, but I know for me, like I started in like sports bras and denim shorts and worked my way up. So my closet has been built up over time. I work with brands now, like you don't feel like you have to like break the bank and come out of the gate with this like fabulous outfit. Like you should just be comfortable, wear something you can dance in for hours. You don't mind sweating in. It doesn't hurt in any way, shape or form. You know, you don't have a, you know, wardrobe malfunction. So definitely wear something that you feel comfortable in and do not feel pressure to like drop $200 in a friggin' outfit. You know what I mean? The tickets are expensive enough. So definitely wear something that you feel your best in and again you will not get judged so don't feel any type of way about your body you look exactly amazing exactly as you are you don't have to look a certain way to go to a festival like you don't have to diet you can just go as you are and not feel judged about anything so if that means wearing a fucking thong and pasties you do you Okay, the next one kind of goes back to the pre-gaming situation. But again, please stay hydrated at these events, especially during the summer months. Um, You know, you are 
dancing and sweating and doing whatever else you're doing. And if you are drinking in particular, have a water with every drink that you have. Obviously, alcohol is not a substitute for water. Um, they have people walk around with Gatorades, Powerades, like all that good stuff. You know what I mean? So there's plenty of stuff you can do. Um, I just started working with this company Raverade and they make these little packets um, filled with vitamins and things like that that you can pour in your water that help you feel more hydrated. Um, So there's things like that that you can bring with you as well that help you prepare for events. But please stay hydrated. I think that's like an issue that a lot of the uh, medical tent sees is that people just get dehydrated throughout the day. Um, And I know a lot of these festivals, especially if you're camping, like if they don't have that great um, shading structures or you're standing at a stage all day long with the sun just beating down on you. That was me at EDC Orlando, actually. And that was in November. Um, Find shade, sit in the shade for a little bit, cool down drink some water, bring a misting fan if you need to, but um, definitely just pay attention to your health, check in with yourself and eating and all that stuff at events too. Like sometimes you just forget, but make sure you take a break and eat and look out for each other as well. Um, You know, offer if somebody around you doesn't look like they're feeling too well. Okay, a couple more notes here. I wrote down go early to the event. Go early. Okay, why should you go early? Um, you don't want to sleep on the openers. First and foremost, there are so many good openers that start the show. And sometimes they put really, really good acts like as the first or second act. The other thing I want to stress, especially for like night events, like let's use EDC Las Vegas, for example. I can't even tell you the first few years we would get there around 730, like eight. But, but, you know, some of the shuttles took a while back in like 2016 and stuff like that. And that event started at seven, but I can't even tell you how many many people would roll in at like 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock. And I never understood why you'd want to miss like four hours of an event. So definitely go early, like when gates open, if not a little after. And now, depending on how hot it is, I know at Sunset Music Festival, a lot of people said like it, it's way too hot in the beginning to stay the whole time. Um, so again, that's when you go like sit down and find some shade. But I would say get there early. You avoid lines. The security isn't that bad yet. Again, you can take in the full event because that's one thing that always happens for any of my new newbies listening. You get there late and there's so much to see at these festivals. You'll never see it all in the three days, especially with like an EDC Las Vegas or an Ultra. There's just so much to take in or Tomorrowland, I would imagine. So go early so that you have time to scope out the map walk do a lap I always say do a lap look at all the stages look at all the art installations like there's so much to see so kind of get your lay of the land so you know where everything is locate the bathrooms where are the food trucks where are the free water refill stations it is very important to know where those are and so it's really good to go early because you have time to do all that fun stuff Um, There are always vendors. So if you guys want to do shopping or anything like that, you can always get a locker and put stuff that you buy in a locker. But um, I would recommend getting there early. Don't wait to show up until nine o'clock. Like you're going to miss so much of the fun if you go that late. So um, yeah, and that kind of falls back into the planning. That happens a lot to people who wait on ride shares or something like that, or people who pregame too much. Um, So if you're trying to wrangle a group, Definitely try to get them ready earlier so that everybody can get on the shuttle on time and and all of that good stuff. Okay, what's up next? Okay, the next thing I have very, very, very important to pay attention to, especially if you're new. Please, for the love of God, get earplugs. I can't stress this enough. 
protect your hearing. I did not do this for the longest time. I started going to festivals in 2006, question mark. I was 15 when I first started going to music festivals, but they were pop punk and like alternative rock. Probably didn't start wearing earplugs until I was like 25. So I've definitely had hearing damage over the years because I would be up in the front, like against the railing, like so many rock concerts and it's irreversible damage. You can't get that back. So I can't stress this enough. Please bring earplugs. There are so many different companies that make high fidelity earplugs, which does not stifle what you hear at all. You can still hear the bass. Clearly, the music sounds amazing. I I work with Zound, Z-O-U-N-D. So if you guys are ever interested, definitely check out Zound earplugs. They make like a carrying case and all that good stuff. Um, And I have multiple and I bring them with me. Um, You guys can use the code Emma K E M M A, the letter K that will save you money off anything at Zound. I'll try and put a link um, in the show notes so that you guys can check them out. But please wear earplugs, um, especially if you like being against the rail. Like you have no idea how much damage you're doing to your hearing. If you guys are against the rail and you are not wearing earplugs, like just look around you at the artist, at the staff, at the security guard, like they all have hearing protection on because they know how bad it is. So you can usually buy them at the event if you forget them. Um, I've also made makeshift earplugs because you can tell you'll get the ringing in your ear, which is called tinnitus. So I was at... um, Eric Prids is set at Izu. We were in the VIP section, which was directly in front of the stage. And we got there and I realized that I dropped my earplugs and they were no longer in my bag. And I knew how bad that that is for your hearing. So we literally took, I had wet wipes in my bag. We took wet wipes and we ripped them in half and stuffed them in our ears. And it helped a little bit. Yes, it stifled the sound. Didn't give a shit because my hearing would have been so fucked when we left that set. So I've seen people tie bandanas around their ears. I've seen them tie shirts around their ears. Like do whatever you can to make sure your hearing is protected at a show. Please and thank you. Okay, two more points for you, and then I'm going to jump into your notes. And these ones kind of came to me, I would say, later in my career. And I I hope that you, you know, just take this advice and hear what I have to say about it. But number tip number 11, go for the experience, not the lineup. I it is so frustrating to see people like on Twitter and stuff like that shit on a lineup when it doesn't have the same headliners that every other fucking festival has like Just because you don't see the exact same names that you know on every lineup does not mean it's a bad lineup. Like, it's all about the undercard. Check out the people who are not in the biggest font. They're in the middle or they're at the bottom. There are so many hidden talents on there. Do your research. When you get a lineup and you don't know names on it, look them up on Spotify, you guys, because you never know who you're going to find. And there's so many amazing artists that you can go see them early in their career, which is some of the best sets they're going to play. And then you get to see them at a smaller stage and it's just such a vibe. So it's really, really cool to kind of get in there early and see these artists. So definitely do your research, check out the lineup. Don't shit on it immediately when it doesn't have the same people that you always see. It's good to have variety at these festivals. And I get so excited now to see artists that, you know, I just discovered in the past few months and I'm like, oh, yes, I've never seen them live. I'm more excited now to see an artist for the first time than I am to see like my favorite artist the millionth time, even though I love you, Seven Lions. I'm never going to miss Seven Lions, but 
I just get so excited. Like looking at the EDC Las Vegas lineup, I just pulled out all of the names that I haven't had the chance to see yet. And like, those are the people I'm dying to see. So I can't stress that enough. Go for the experience of the event. It's not just about the lineup. There are so many more important things than the lineup. So, you know, even the beginning, I know you guys are looking for specific names, but again, get away from main stage for a couple sets and go see some people at some of the smaller stages. Alrighty. Okay. So my last piece of advice before I get into all of your advice, you guys. So again, this one kind of hit, this one hit me hard during quarantine. And of course it happens when we're in the middle of a pandemic, but be open to events outside the United States. Now this does not, this does absolutely does not have to apply to your first event. Like get your feet wet, right? Go to an event, maybe in a, a local show or maybe like a small to medium sized festival, or you can jump into the deep end like I did and go to EDC Las Vegas for your first festival. You know, get that experience in for sure so that you have that out of the way. But after that, I if I don't really have regrets, but I would say I'm upset at myself for not being more open to going to international events until like we're in the middle of a pandemic and now I'm all fucking hype about (laughs) going to Europe which I can't wait to do that you know after this year but I don't know if this comes with age or with experience or having a bigger budget but at this point in my life I am so much more excited to now travel go experience different cultures experience a different vibe and energy at a festival and I just that is so exciting to me now. So I can't wait to go to Tomorrowland or experience events in Spain or Ibiza or go to something in South America or in the Caribbean, like anywhere outside the United States is like where I'm all about right now, especially because dance music culture, which is what I've fallen in love with even more every year is so rich in Europe it's such a different atmosphere like they treat festivals differently it's a completely different vibe and so I just like now that I'm such a big house head and I really love techno like I want to go to awakenings I want to go to mystery land like I want to do all these events outside of Amsterdam and just go experience really incredible events like defected Croatia like how fucking amazing does that sound so you know, and you don't have to fully break the bank. Depending on the flight you get, you can stay in hostels or like local hotels and things like that. And if you travel with a group, it's not that expensive to get around Europe. So I would say, you know, after you have your very first festival out of the way, don't just go after the mainstream events in the United States like I did. Like, I really, really wish I had gotten out of the United States sooner. Um, so we're going to make up for time now in my 30s. I feel like I'm going to transition You know, I've hit a lot of the ones in the United States. I feel like I'm going to transition now into um, some more international events. So I'm really, really looking forward to that. But that kind of falls into the be open-minded category, like be open-minded to events outside of the United States, outside of, you know, the major ones that you think of. So, and a lot of your favorite brands do international events. There are so there's EDC Europe, which I feel like would be a really good introduction. There's EDC Mexico. There's events in Australia. Ultra has Ultra Europe. Like you can still go to your favorite brands, but they they're international. Um, so yeah, and I did a whole. I think I did one. I did a YouTube video at least on. I think it was ten international events that I want to attend. So with all that being said, that is all my advice. So I want to jump into yours, but I'm going to take a really quick break here to do a quick ad read and then I will be back. 
Alrighty, you guys. So I really quickly wanted to shout out a friend of the podcast, Lunchbox. We all know how much I love Lunchbox. So I've got a couple exciting things. So Lunchbox is known for their anti-theft hydration pack, which is literally the only hydration pack I bring to events now. Um, It will keep your belongings safe. So again, here's a pro tip. First time ravers, uh, if you want to keep your belongings safe because theft is a huge issue. I think I was supposed to say that earlier and I forgot (laughs) but please obviously take care of your belongings don't just put you know your loose phone or wallet in your pockets guys like people can swipe that out so easily lunchboxes pack has all of the zippers inverted they also have clips on them for the 2.0 version Um, they have customizable skins that you can zip on and off the front so you only have to get one pack and you can keep interchanging your skins for a different look which is amazing there's a two liter bladder for your water and it's an insulated pocket so it keeps it cold There's amazing features like this bag is literally the most insane festival bag that you will ever need. It is so worth the investment. So if you guys want to pick up a bag from Lunchbox, you can use code Capotes. That's K-A-P-O-T-E-S for $11 off your Lunchbox. Um, They also just came out with two brand new products, which is amazing. Um, The snack and the sling pack, which I believe they're like 85% sold out of this inventory. So you want to jump on this while you can. So these are a little bit different and here's how. The snack pack, think of this as like your anti-theft fanny pack. So if you want something that's much smaller, um, so obviously this does not have a hydration part of it, but this is perfect. Like I'm bringing this to all of my events in Brooklyn um, because it's way more casual and you can mix and match the straps. So there's a black, a blue, and a white if you want to change. There's two different sizes as well. So depending on your body type, you can get a size that fits you best. Um, But this is an anti-theft bag, which is amazing. There's three different ways you can wear it. So you can change the straps so it's basically like worn on your shoulder, across your body, or on your hip like a traditional fanny pack. Um, It's water resistant. There's a way you can carry your phone wire. You can plug it in and string it through to your phone inside the bag so you can charge it inside. Um, it's amazing guys. It's incredible quality. They also have the new sling pack. Now the sling pack is unlike anything you've probably ever seen before. So this is like in between hybrid between a fanny pack and the hydration pack. Um, same thing. You can pick your strap colors. You can pick your size for your strap. You can wear it a few different ways, but this one is a little bit bigger and it has a pocket where you can put a water bottle um, or you have a flask, like whatever it is, you can put that inside so you can carry water on your back as well. So it's a nice in between. Um, it's perfect for a festival, a concert, a hike, like it can be outdoor events for any of these things. Um, but yeah, and it's got a zipper closure. So again, all of these bags that Lunchbox comes out with are anti-theft. Um, the water bottle, water bottle holder is also insulated as well. So it will keep your water cold, which is amazing. And both of these bags have fleece lined pockets. So it's kind of like scratch proof for your phone or your sunglasses. All of them are padded for comfort. They're absolutely incredible, you guys. So like I said, the snack and sling pack, you can use code Emma K. That's Emma K. Uh, I believe for $5 off those packs. And again, those are about, I think they said 80 to 85% sold out of inventory and then they won't be coming back for a little bit. So if you guys want to hop on those before they're gone, 10 out of 10 recommend. Uh, And you guys can go to lunchboxpacks.com. That's lunchboxpacks, P-A-C-K-S.com to shop your lunchbox, hydration pack, sling pack, or snack pack. 
Alrighty, you guys, let's get into your emails and comments here. So I had, I think, like two emails. Um, this one's from Shanna Weber. So she said, tips for new ravers. Water, water, water. It is hard work dancing up a storm. And if you're drinking, etc., it's definitely important to stay hydrated. At festivals, you're walking everywhere, so it's even more important. And you want to last all two to four days of the festival. Get a hydro pack. These are lifesavers. She also said, wear literally whatever you want. Don't don't be concerned about how to dress. If you're feeling it, wear it. No one will know where you got your stuff or how expensive or how cheap it was, and they will likely compliment you if they want to. I love my funky, flashy leggings for shows and camping festivals with bralettes or crop tops. And if you want to go wild, rave sets, do it. There's tons of small businesses and people to follow on Insta for inspiration. Shout out, Emma. Thank you, girl. Uh, And lastly, she said, wear earplugs. Yep, wear earplugs. Music is so loud. You don't want to destroy your hearing. Any sooner than normal, invest in a good pair that won't dampen the music, but will still protect your ears. 100%. Kat wrote three pieces of advice for new ravers or festival goers. Do not aim for perfection. The last thing you need is to stress over everything being perfect. Prepare enough so you won't have to worry during the festival. Tickets, transportation, and a place to lay your head. The little details will fall into place. Love that. Enter the festival with an open mind. Listen to the music that brings you joy. Just because they are not a big name doesn't mean the set won't be fucking awesome. You will find new artists and will really create your own vibe. And lastly, be yourself, take all the pictures, and have fun. Love it. Awesome advice. Okay. Yeah. And I kind of just to echo what she was saying about like, take all the pictures and stuff like that. I would also say like, don't judge other people for how they like to have fun. Cause like I'm a content creator. So I like to film things. I have my phone out a lot. That doesn't mean that I'm not enjoying the show because I have my phone out. You know what I mean? Like don't judge other people for how they choose to partake in the event. You know, if somebody does want to go ride the rail for the entire show, that's their prerogative. (laughs) Like, do you? Um, okay, so these are comments from the Rave Culture Cast community group on Facebook. Um, so pieces of advice for first time ravers or festival goers. Austin said, get used to going on long walks a few weeks before the show. Great point. Start to build up your endurance. Jose said, drink water. Um, Ren said, don't stress about missing something. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. Go with the flow of the festival and enjoy every minute. Also explore. Yes, 100%. Alyssa said, don't miss a set because one of your friends wants to go to a different one. Seeing that artist is more important than making someone else happy. Pick a meetup spot and go enjoy yourself. You won't regret it for sure. Yeah, and just to be clear on that one too, like just make sure you pick like a very specific spot and time to meet up so that you don't get lost because you don't want to ruin your first event too, just getting lost. Brittany said, go to a fest really early. It's really nice because you can find where everything is, take pictures and see new artists before everything gets too crowded and crazy. Um, Darren said, if you're in a group, make some kind of totem to find each other. Yep. Also get some kind of phone protection, a strap, zipper pockets, etc. Yes. I also forgot to mention this before you guys. I always tell everybody back up your phone before a festival. I'm gonna say that again. Back up your phone before a festival because God forbid and put a password on it. 100% put a password on your freaking phone. If for some reason, knock on wood, someone steals your phone or you lose it, at least you can get a new phone in the future and back it up. Because if you haven't backed it up in like 
120 days or something like that, all your shit is not saved. So back it up. It will lessen the blow just a little bit. Jared said, when purchasing tickets to the event slash festival, I highly recommend you buy them ASAP. Buying early greatly reduces the chance of missing out on tickets and it greatly increases the chances of saving as much money as possible, especially especially if there's a tiered ticketing system. Russ said, don't forget the essentials like your ID or your ticket. Yep, put that festival wristband on the day you wake up and it's festival morning. Put that on. Wear comfortable shoes. You don't mind getting dirty. Um, don't be a noob and keep your phone in your back pocket. Yep. Can't stress that enough. Keep it in a safer spot. Excuse me. Zipper pockets, runner belt, fanny pack, backpack, sleeve, etc. Hydrate throughout and eat something prior. Um, establish a meetup spot with your group in case somebody gets lost. Be aware and mindful of the locations of med tents and bathrooms. Say excuse me and thank you if you're trying to cut through the crowd. A tap on the shoulder to get someone's attention is a good is a good way to pass by. Yes, manners are everything, you guys. Just have manners. Um, not only keep a watchful eye on yourself, but keep an eye on the people around you. If you see a problem, do something. You can be helpful. Just fucking dance. Have a good time mingle share stories and don't take things from strangers amen steven said protect the essentials you bring either a locker or lunchbox hydration pack or secure fanny pack zipper shorts drink a lot of water don't be afraid to get weird and most importantly if you like someone something someone is doing or wearing let them know yes compliments are amazing you guys okay uh rosalind said To help find smaller local shows near you, join Facebook groups. Search things like insert your town name, EDM, you know, your state ravers. From there, you can search inside of groups to find local flyers. Don't forget to try neighboring towns and states. For candy, don't use the plastic stretch string. Make sure to grab elastic string as they're less likely to break. Wow. Great tips, you guys. Olivia, carry flushable wet wipes. Chances are you'll need to use the restroom at some point and chances are the porta potty will be out of toilet paper. Yep, I bring wet wipes with me to every single event. It's great just to wash your hands <clears throat> and wipe them down too. Um, Olivia also said, if you're comfortable with it, I recommend spending a few hours or a whole day if you're doing a three-day plus festival, roaming the festival alone. It's really nice doing things on your own schedule and just seeing where the night takes you. Um, Zach said invest in a hydration pack um, Chloe same thing my first festival was this past weekend at Forbidden Kingdom and I and 100% rec- recommend a hydration pack and a pashmina um, Dakota hydration packs with when you're against the rail is awesome but two-thirds of the way back in the crowd has the best sound quality um, Johanna said get a fanny pack they've helped so much bring wet wipes because toilet paper isn't guaranteed Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Always make sure to double and triple check that you have your ID. Enjoy yourself, but be aware of your surroundings. Please say excuse me and thank you. Do not just plow through a crowd of people. Test any party favors, no matter where you get it from and how careful you're being. Um, Do not be afraid to go to the med tent. If something happens, they're there to help. So many people saying baby wipes, you guys. (laughs) You'd never know how dirty it's going to be, so it's always good. Um, Deborah says comfortable shoes over stylish shoes at all times. 
Um, Emma said, be kind. Attendees for raves, festivals, concerts are all there to have a good time and let loose. Matching their energy or at least observing and appreciating them from a distance creates a more immersive and all around better experience for everyone. Um, Nicole said, make candy to trade. It can be a wonderful way to meet people because it's a great conversation starter. I love that. Totally agree. Um, somebody said, bring, Amy said, bring extra socks. I would totally agree with a camping festival for sure. Um, David said, try holding a balloon in your hand during a set or hold it up against your forehead to feel the music in an entirely new way. That's awesome. Yeah, sometimes people bring balloons in because they like vibrate like crazy to the base. So that's pretty funny. Um, Ooh, this is a good one. David also said, don't spend the whole festival or show looking for people. Yes. Set clear and specific expectations about the plan and keep up your end of it. If somebody doesn't come back, it's usually because they got up to something. So resist the urge to take responsibility for your friends always being with the group. Yeah, so this one's so hard for me, like as a female, because I'm obviously like there are concerns. You never know, like not every person at a festival is a good person. And there are like things that you have to be careful of safety wise. Um So naturally, like if I lost one of my girlfriends, I would be very concerned. I know she'd probably be fine, but I would be very concerned. Um, But at the same time, try to communicate, timestamp your text messages. Again, have a game plan in place. But yeah, sometimes I've had this with friend groups before where we've tried to meet up with a group and we're like, be there in five minutes and we've waited and we've waited and we've waited and they don't show up. So after about 10 minutes, you got to kind of give up and move on with your night. You can't. You can't waste the entire night, like he said, just waiting on people. You know what I mean? Um, Charles said, pace yourself the first day. Going too hard the first day, especially with a three-day festival, will cost you. Um, And last one, Vivian said, walk in with no expectations. Everything will blow your mind. Hell yes. I completely agree with all of you. Thank you so much for giving your thoughts and opinions on this you guys like I said you covered so many things that I didn't think of so it's really really important to help other people out so thank you for for chiming in um and with that being said I'm gonna move right on to EDM news you guys if that sounds good and then we'll wrap this whole episode up okay so I just have a couple things I kind of want to give some updates on um this kind of came out a few weeks ago now at this point but anybody who is a fan of mystery land speaking of international events um It's interesting what's happening because there are some events that are moving forward in Europe and some that are not, which we'll get into. But Mystery Land posted on June 9th that as of right now, um, with the current roadmap uh, that the government has kind of set out, that the event will be taking place, which is really, really exciting. Um, So that is going to be, I think it's August 27th, 28th and 29th. This is a huge festival right outside of Amsterdam. It has all different genres represented. Again, it's on my bucket list for sure. Um, I think most of the tickets are sold out. You can get Sunday tickets. So if you guys are local, obviously, I would definitely recommend going to it. But that is a really big win for events there. On the flip side, though, we got some not so good news about Tomorrowland. So they are saying that they were denied a permit permit to host the event this year, which obviously is really, really upsetting because they had just announced that things were looking favorable for it to happen. And as we all know, it was already pushed back. It usually takes place in July. It was pushed, I think, to like Labor Day weekend. Um, Yeah, the weekends of August 27th to the 29th and September 3rd to the 5th. Um, So they originally gave a go ahead, the go ahead, the Belgian government. Um, And now it's saying that 
the mayors of Boom and Rumst, who are the locals there, held a joint press conference wherein they described the reasoning behind the ban this year as being too great of a public health and safety risk, citing police preparedness and more specifically the lack of ministerial decree officially allowing such large-scale events to take place. Um, Tomorrowland organizers have accepted the blow, calling it a giant disaster in a statement given to the Dutch newspaper. I'm not even going to try to pronounce that. (laughs) Um, It said, giant disaster. As Tomorrowland, we want to organize a safe first festival and foremost that we have stated several times that we will always continue to evaluate and anticipate the epidemiological situation. The mayor of Boom and his council have indicated to us that we can go to this council of state against the decision. So it's not officially confirmed that it's off yet. I will keep you guys posted. But obviously, it's really not good news. This is like a deja vu with EDC. Like, these are such big events. Tomorrowland's even bigger than EDC, I think. Um, yeah, I you know, I don't really know what the state of vaccinations and things like that are in Europe right now. Um, but I know a lot of people are obviously extremely disappointed. It's just like hard to wrap your head around thinking like Tomorrowland wouldn't happen two years in a row. Like, it's just really hard to wrap your head around that because that's such a huge blow not only to that event and all the organizers and the team, but also the artists and the culture and the fans. Like that is such a huge, that's the biggest festival in the world. Like that in EDC Las Vegas, such a big international event. It has been on my bucket list forever. It sounds like the most incredible experience. So it really would be heartbreaking for them to miss another year. And I'm very sad for anybody who has wanted to attend as well. So I'll keep you posted on what the final decision is on that. Um, okay, so for any locals to the New York, New Jersey area, you might be really, really excited to hear this news because I know I was dying about this. But if any of you had ever experienced Output, which I've talked about a bunch of times, it was one of my favorite clubs in Brooklyn. Like They always killed it with like the underground scene. And then they also had a rooftop, which was one of my favorite venues to go to. It had the most beautiful view like overlooking the city. So basically, 74 wife wife I can't spell <laughs> wife w-y-t-h-e 74 wife roof is back so it's no longer called output but essentially the same location as output it's back and it's so exciting I think output disappeared in 2018 or they closed the doors in 2018 and it was devastating like it was such a blow to the community because they were like again one of my favorite um, venues to go to I like saw artists play there till like six in the morning Um, They went under a major renovation to increase the space, add VIP areas, more bars, and a retractable roof in case it rains. Um, You can see pictures online. It looks absolutely beautiful, like so breathtaking. I cannot wait to attend a show here. Um, They already announced some things coming up. So there, I think it's called, I don't know if they're calling it the superior ingredients roof, but that's what it sounds like. So look up superior ingredients roof roof I can't talk today we're over it um so gray area and superior ingredients presents the sunset sessions which is going to be on Sunday July 25th with a Todd Terry sunset house classic set and special guests to be announced um this is going to be absolutely incredible it's the day after the massive Elro show which is happening on Saturday July 24th you guys It's going to be so fucking incredible. If you are local to the area, you absolutely can't miss this. I will be there running around the entire time from start to finish. It's going to be my first Elro experience. I'm so excited about it. So hopefully I'll see you there. And then this is like the after party at the roof. So that's going to be incredible. Um, 
One quick note on that, because I know I talked about this in a recent episode. I mentioned how the Brooklyn Mirage and Avant Gardner had done this whole statement about you needed to be vaccinated to attend a show there this summer. Well, that is completely changed. They said it was a temporary solution. And before the first event even took place this summer, the rules have changed. New York obviously lifted all um, regulations, I believe. So there you will no longer need proof of a vaccine or a negative test result. You're good. You can get into the event. So uh, the first show, like I mentioned, I'm going to is Thursday, July 1st. It's Medusa, Lee Foss, and Side Piece. Hope to see you guys there. And I'll be basically living at the Brooklyn Mirage all summer. So just wanted to mention that all the regulations are lifted. You no longer need a vaccine and you no longer need to be tested for anything. Um, I think that was it. Oh, last and certainly not least, um, Starbase Festival, which is Slander's first music festival, is going to be kicking off October 8th and 9th in Charleston, South Carolina, which is an amazing venue. Um, Pre-sale is officially sold out, you guys, but tickets will be coming back. So if you guys are fans of Slander, if you like that type of music, I feel like this would be really, really cool to be a part of their first event. Um, And I think with all that being said, you guys, we reached the end of the episode here. Thank you so much for spending your Wednesday with me or whatever day you are listening. Again, uh, I just want to stress to check out our community Facebook group again. I think I'm going to be doing a lot more solo episodes because I'm just really feeling these vibes. So I would love to hear topics that you want me to cover. Please send me your feedback over there. Again, you can shop the new Plur merch line. I'm so proud of this. I added a few new items to it. So if you guys want a tank top or a mug or a long sleeve or, you know, whatever it is, a tote bag, I've got you covered. Um, And again, the best thing you can do if you guys are enjoying this podcast and you want me to keep it going, tell a friend, make this your Instagram stories today and tag at Rave Culture Cast. Just share a link. Word of mouth is how we get this podcast around and I hope you guys found this helpful. So if you know somebody who is about to attend their first Raver Festival, definitely share a link with them today. Um, I hope they enjoyed this and thank you guys to everybody who submitted your advice for today's episode. I appreciate all of you. Um, I think that's all I've got. Uh, Next week, I actually should be back with an interview with a really cool guest that I'm very excited for. And yeah, I hope you all have an amazing week and I will see you next Wednesday for a new episode. Bye guys.